Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for joining us here at XM.com. I'm Cristina Marujos. Joining me today is Marios Hachikiriakos, Investment Analyst, and we'll be having a look at the week ahead. But before we look at that, Marios, I think it would be useful to look at one of the most important events of the week that passed, which was, of course, the Fed meeting. We saw a rather cautious Fed, which signaled rates will be unchanged through 2023, but it appears that markets were not convinced as both the dollar and yield spike higher in the aftermath. What does that tell us about markets sentiment and how true to its word can the Federal Reserve stay? Hello, Christina. Well, it was a roller coaster of a meeting. So the Fed went out of its way to tell us that the rates will stay on the floor until 2024. But the market really didn't believe that message. Market pricing continues to imply a rate increase by late 2022, which is a pretty big divergence. Now, I believe that the market as usual is right and that the Fed might have some catching up to do over the coming months. So the outlook for the US economy is quite bright, a spending boom is imminent, one third of Americans have already been vaccinated, so it will probably be a stellar summer in economic data, and crucially, inflation might be in the pipeline as well. So I think that once the economic data do start to reflect this strengthening recovery and inflation actually overshoots, the Fed's message could change rather quickly and they could start signaling a rate hike by 2023, for example. Now, what does this mean for the market? I think it speaks to a stronger US dollar, at least against the euro and against the yen. Regardless of what the Fed says right now, the end game is the Fed raising rates much earlier than the European Central Bank and the Bank of Japan, because America is going to out-vaccinate and out-recover both Europe and Japan. Indeed, the European Central Bank is fighting the spike in European bond yields, and the BOJ is also doing that through its yield curve control strategy, which implies that the upside for European and Japanese yields is probably limited, whereas American yields might continue to climb, which means that rate differentials could continue to widen in the dollar's favor. So long story short, I think that it's a favorable environment for the dollar, and the main risk to this view would be a disappointing recovery in the US jobs market over the coming months. Now, turning to Europe, it seems that the bloc really can't catch a break with most of the Eurozone still in a lockdown, that disappointing vaccine saga, and now investors will be eyeing PMIs out on Wednesday for some glimmer of hope. What are we likely to see in the numbers and how can the Euro benefit from that? Well, according to forecasts, we're going to see a mild recovery in the PMI figures, but even after that, the composite index would still be below 50, which would signal contraction in the economy. The bigger story around the euro area is quite disappointing, to be honest. Several European countries suspended the AstraZeneca vaccine this week, then they reapproved it, but I think that there's some, uh, let's say, damage to sentiment. A lot of people might be hesitant to take that vaccine now that it has had so much negative press coverage. So I believe that it's very unlikely the eurozone will catch up to America or Britain in the immunization game, and that ultimately translates into a lagging eurozone economy. Now, as far as the euro's near-term fortunes, they're going to depend on any surprises in this PMI data, but the bigger picture, I believe, is relatively grim. This week, Marios has one central bank meeting in store for us. I'm referring to the Swiss National Bank. The SMB meets on Thursday. Is this meeting likely to be a game-changer for markets, though? 
I very much doubt it. I doubt that the SNB is going to say anything particularly new. They'll probably reiterate that interest rates are going to remain at the lowest level globally and that they'll continue to intervene in the FX market if necessary. Now remember, the Swiss franc is a safe haven and the SNB pays a lot of attention to the exchange rate. Whenever the franc strengthens, they come into the market, they intervene to weaken it because a stronger currency can hold back exports and inflation. The interesting part is that the franc has been demolished lately without any serious intervention from the SNB. It all comes down to an improving outlook for the global economy, holding back demand for the safe haven franc. Now, what's the bigger outlook for the franc? I think it's negative. We might be in an environment where long-term yields are rising around the world, but Swiss rates cannot really participate in that rally because nobody's really expecting the SNB to raise interest rates anytime soon. So in this sense, I believe that the franc is in the same boat as the euro and the yen. I think that as global yields rise, Swiss yields cannot really participate. Therefore, rate differentials might widen against the franc and we might see the latest weakness continue. Marius, thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for watching at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.